All right. Goldeneye. I think we can do I think we do it in 10 minutes. We can do what we have to. It's a great movie. This is actually a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Not a great movie. It's a really good movie. A really good movie. Way higher production values than the last movie. With the exception of the upside down model jet airplane smashing into the fake yeah. dish in the beginning. A couple, of, couple of, of the more ambitious special effect shots look pretty bad. And they but, weren't. Uh, sounds like somebody's shoveling snow outside. Yeah, is it snowing this time? The year July. Makes sense. Let me check the temperature. Anyway, so so here here we have ninety one. So I don't think so, but that's what it sounds like. Here we have way these. higher production values. The opening way itself higher. is just alone has higher production values than any shot in the history of the Bond movies with the the swooping camera over the massive dam. Yeah, beautiful shots. Those are really great shots. Yeah. John Glenn not involved with that. No. Who did direct this? Wasn't it Martin somebody? Martin Lawrence. No, it's not right. It was a good, you know, overall, a really good movie. It felt decidedly more modern than any of the movies, and as it should. Martin it's, it's Campbell. Martin Campbell, and it's it's in a very recent time period. So, I mean, it, it, it should. This is 95, so it's an... It, but here's the funny thing about it, is that James Bond's new car is this BMW that, to me, looks old now. Yeah, he's well, driving the, other- the Aston Martin early on. You're like, wow, look at that great car. The guy Aston Martin's back, and then they put him in a BMW. You're like, oh, that thing looks old. All right, that's his. I get. The, I got the feeling that that was his Aston Martin. Like that's like his, like his personal vehicle. Like that's his personal recreational car. vehicle. Right, but it was great to see it again. It was really great. I thought the BMW was a little shameless. I think it was so clearly <laughs> product placement, paid, paid product placement, and they they for whatever reason BMW wanted to promote that car, this new convertible sports coupe. Right. But it's clearly an impractical spy car, right? I mean, Horrible. how many times in the previous movies has James Bond been saved by the bulletproof, bulletproof rear glass? Yeah. Right? He's often flipping. It even made the joke in the movie that most vehicles he gets into end up destroyed. Like right. a convertible is a terrible car for him. Yeah. Why in the world would they make a convertible? I wasn't happy with the color either. Pale blue? I guess, yeah. I mean, it was, and again, this is the mid 90s. So we're. I will real... say this, though. I will say this, though. Jonas said that uh, it was the coolest James Bond car he's ever seen. Really? Yeah. I, I, but I think, though, if I, I didn't ask him, but I think if I asked uh, cooler than the White Lotus, I think he would have taken it oh, back. Yeah. 16-year-old yeah. movie. I think, it, I think it holds up production values-wise. Holds up really well. Just absolutely. Couldn't be more clear that there's a, there's a schism in production values between the, the last uh, License to Kill and this one. Right. But this movie did not do... All that well. I wonder uh, why. Yeah, it says, uh, I have some notes on this. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, it, it actually did, I think it was the, the lowest grossing Bond film uh, of the entire franchise. No. Yeah, I think it was. No. Yeah, here it says, it was the worst, oh, in the U.S., the worst domestic grossing movie of the James, James Bond films. No, look at the gross. It says what gross. It says. 351 million worldwide. This is on Okay, IMDb. you know what? You know what? No, you're right. License to Kill had License, done that. Right. And that, that's, that's what... Okay, so I got that, that screwed up. Right. It almost bankrupted the, the franchise. This one cost $58 million to make. There it, it is. 50, 351 million So it worldwide. did well. That was good because yeah. I was surprised when I was reading that, but now I was reading something and I'm just insane. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's, it, so it starts out kind of interesting... 
you've got like you said you get this great opening i thought it, i thought it was really cool the the entire you know we've already established that you can you can free fall and by making yourself more aerodynamic you can catch something that's also free falling we've already established that we did that back with uh with jaws when bond had to catch up with jaws right or was it a different guy yeah it was jaws he had to catch up with him by going more aerodynamic. You can do that. So here you have this. He's on a motorcycle. There's the plane. The plane is is starting to crash. He goes off the the uh, the end of the road on his motorcycle, assumes an aerodynamic position, flies into the plane, gets into the plane, and pulls out of the uh, the free fall. Right. And then here's the one thing I felt like it was missing though that that really would have given that scene the right kind of punch that I feel like it didn't get is after he gets back in the plane, he kind of circles around and you see the facility that they, that the guys were in sort of exploding as they're flying over and past. Right. Right. You don't get the reaction of the Russian general witnessing bond flying over. Right. You should have had that. That would have like been this, a better circle. I feel like it would have yeah, set up a little more yeah, dynamic and, maybe, tension. And, and made it clear that everybody knew that he survived. Yeah. They know. know he's still out there. All right. I think that they couldn't, maybe they couldn't pull off the shot of having the thing exploding. while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. That would have been, it, it seemed called for. Here's the thing I don't understand. And I've seen this movie a couple of times, um, but watching it this time, I really didn't understand because it opened. I mean, it almost seems like, I, I like the opening, but it, this 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 seems obvious to me now. They he starts by jumping off the top of a massive dam, right? Right. So obviously, a dams are only made where rivers are. Uh, so all right, I believe that the dam is high up, but he f- obviously free falls a long way off the top of the dam on the to bungee get down to where the weapons lab is. Then he comes out of the weapons lab, and he's still so high up on a mountain. <laughs> that he can so what river was this that was all the way at the top of a mountain yeah like why build a dam at the top it doesn't really make sense that there'd be a mountain <laughs> off the side but it's true it was a cool ass stunt it's a very cool stunt yeah i mean it obviously some some son of a bitch drove a motorcycle off a cliff i mean i don't think you know a guy actually didn't climb into a moving airplane but there was a shot where a guy obviously drove a motorcycle off a cliff yeah that, that's pretty badass I liked the intro in the casino. I think this was yeah. very well done where uh, it's like, look, we've got a new bond. We've got to reset this franchise. Let's get this son of a, let's get this son of a bitch into a casino in a tuxedo as soon as we can. And I thought that the, the, it, was, it was more than homage. It was, you know, it, it was just patterned after it. Yeah. It was very much like Dr. No yeah. where Sean Connery goes into a casino in London and, and – and meet somebody or wherever he was, but it's almost the same uh, setup where uh, it's just just the seating of where what's her name Anna Top was sitting is where Connery's opposition. You know what? Maybe it was Thunderball. Maybe it looked like Thunderball where he sat next to where they show over from, the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It was there's there's one of the Connery movies where he's in a casino in a tuxedo where it's it's like the same setup at the baccarat table, and I you know just a nice way of saying this is the guy. This is the guy you know. I'm just looking at my notes here. So M M at finally at last is Dame Judy Dunch. Right. I thought she's great. After and, after finally you're definitely not gonna confuse her with the chief minister. Yeah. Jonas was Jonas was not not impressed at first. M is a girl, he said. But he, I think she I think she won him over. Yeah, she's pretty good. 
And yeah. again, having her in there makes the whole thing feel a lot more modern. Yeah, it does. No, I think that, and I think that was the high, to me, the high po- highlight of the movie to me was it's, well, the whole sequence from when he goes from the casino, then in between the casino and the meeting in M's office is the, the thing in the computer room where they're looking at satellite images and they, they showed the whole the heist in, in Russia. So skip that part, the, the casino part. And then the part where it's just bond and M in her office. I thought that was, that was great. It felt like a James Bond movie, but it felt like a new James Bond movie. It did. And they, they acknowledged it. They acknowledged it in a way that I felt uh, didn't feel like we're obligated to insert this stilted dialogue to explain how this is new times. I felt it came across as actual characterization, and it was just seemed very fluid. Yeah. She's like, you don't like me. You think I'm a number cruncher. And he's like, yep. And she's like, well, I, I think you're a misogynist uh, dinosaur. Right. I thought it was a great scene. Your predecessor kept some cognac. I prefer bourbon. Right. Changing the guard. Yeah. And he was, you know, he, what I felt that, that uh, Brosnan brought a little bit, a little bit more to the role is a little bit, maybe, what's the right word I'm looking for? Not classy, but it, he, a little bit, maybe a little more distinguished like a little less athleticism a little bit more you know what i'm going for yeah, he's a good word yeah he's he was really good, good. really he's, good really like he's him. really good you buy him instantly very well cast i mean everybody i mean there's the whole thing where he was supposed to be they kind of wanted him in the mid 80s and uh right you know he got tied up in a remington steel remington thing steel. Uh, where like NBC had like an option for another season and they, they did it. And because they did the option, they couldn't, you know, couldn't be bond because he'd already signed the contract that says if they, you know, so he could have been bond like movies earlier, but everybody knew. I mean, the guy's, you know, dark hair, he's tall, he's handsome, uh, he's English. I mean, the guy, you know, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. What did you think of the bond girls in this one? Got uh, on the top. I thought they were okay. And what's the other one? I forget her name. Susie Programmer. <laughs> she's all right. No, she's all right. Famke, is that how you say her name? Famke? Yeah. Famke? Jansen? Fam- yeah, she was good. She was good for a bad, 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 bad I guy. actually think she was the best bad Bond girl. Yeah. Depending on if you consider Pussy Galore yeah. to be bad or not. No, you can't because she turned good at the right. end. No, I, I, you know what? I guess so. I think that the, the one who was a programmer was a little generically written so here's not, a question here's a question for you Susie she seemed Programmer. like a good enough actress but I just don't think she was a very interesting character whereas it's not an interesting you know, on character a top, at all. on a top was, was a classic yeah, yeah. I, I take it back on a top is, is an all time classic yeah I think she's the best bad Bond girl yet so with the the programmer girl and by the way that whole programming scene with her and Boris and the passwords that was so excruciatingly bad. I couldn't even watch it. I just got walked. I walked out of the room for a while. And it's like, a f- horrible. Uh, First time I've done that with a Bond movie. I just couldn't. It was unwatchable to me. <laughs> unwatchable with the little. Oh, I, I can't. I like when she ordered the computer and she wanted it all decked out with a CD-ROM and fourteen four modems. <laughs> that was great. Fourteen four modems, plural. <laughs> she went. Yeah. She and and she had to go test it out in the back room. Right. Make sure it's all right. Make sure it does what it needs to do. 14 poor modems. <laughs> it was funny. Man, that, man, I mean, that, you know, for, for a, a narrow generation of us, 
I mean, you can really remember when that, that was like, was fast. and she like really knew her stuff. Right. It's like when the Terminator walks into the, the gun shop and starts ordering the gun. You know, whatever with the laser sight. Oh, you really know your guns, pal. You know, and then uh, this was like, wow, she really knows about computers. She knows you know, like, all this stuff. Like a, ge- a generation ago, like when our dads were our age and they'd be talking about their first car from the <laughs> 60s and it'd be, you know, <laughs> right. talking, you know, some some lucky guy had bought a, you know, 65 Mustang and, right. and they just started doing it. And we didn't, and, you know, as a kid, your ears, you know, you'd just be like, ah, oh, whatever. I think that's how we feel about like our first 14 4 mode. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, the internet was fast. Right, you could actually do stuff. Right. Oh, you could when you hit a key, it would actually show up almost instantaneously <laughs> on in the terminal on the other end. That's right. Right, like even a poor typist could outtype a, a what was the other what was the previous speed twenty twenty five whatever twenty four hundred baud twenty four hundred baud. How could I forget that twenty four hundred? So then but, I'm I mean, just looking even, at my notes here. So then he gets in this tank. Oh, and the whole time he's 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 riding around in the tank, he's got the the hatch open, and the dust keeps coming in on him. Yeah, it's not bad though. I mean, it wasn't I, what great. I like that the tank did that you would never expect a tank to do is that it sort of skidded around. Yeah, like yeah. in a fishtail lot. Yeah, it was a pretty good scene. That was not a bad. I it work. And I also I like the scene where the 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 car went down the narrow alleyway that the car was almost too too big for, and you're like, well, what's he going to do now? And he was like, I'm just going right through. Right. Yeah. Here's a question though for you. Remember when they're on the on the armored train after yeah. he blows up the train? Uh it, it was yeah, he's like, "Oh, killer. She means nothing to me." And yeah. he, it just it was strange to me because this girl who he hasn't he this is like the longest in a Bond film. This is the longest you haven't seen him uh, get get together with any girl. The whole Dang movie it. he's not with anyone. Right. He has no he has no sex in this movie at all. No, he bangs the 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 programmer. Uh, at what point though? Later. Way later. Yeah, later, later. Oh, well, I guess he I guess the lady who was sent to evaluate him in the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I take it back. Yeah. But as far as Bond girls go, we, we're way into the movie before anything happens. And right. yet it's very clear that this this woman means everything to him. He's right. yet you know, when in the past movies the, the 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 girl that he has seemingly in a relationship with she gets killed he's just like moving on move right. on right I actually thought too I thought the ending really I, we got to go but I I thought the whole last uh, third of the movie the last act was was poor it yeah. was every everything took too long and it was they I don't know what they spent on that antenna set but they spent too much and they felt like they needed to show it for 20 minutes and it went on and on and on but I thought there was a good little scene between um Sean Bean uh, the Alex Trevelyan the you know the ultimate bad guy of the movie and yeah. Bond I mean and there was a whole bunch of scenes where that guy had broken Tuco's law by talking instead of sh- just shooting Bond. Yeah. I and mean, why, when he put him in that helicopter, did he drug him instead of just shooting That's him? Weird. Why not just shoot him and put him dead in there? Yeah. Um, but I did like the scene. It was, almost was worth it for the scene where they're at his new headquarters underneath the lake in Cuba and Bond and the girl are presented to him and he says um, – and, and Bond is giving him a thing about being a Cossack and, a, you know, poor Alex chasing a 50-year-old uh, slight. And he says, "I, you know, don't get all Freudian on me. I might as well ask you whether the vodka martinis help assuage your guilt over all the men you've killed, or whether <laughs> the open arms of the women you chase uh, make you feel better for all the ones you've let die. Right? Mm. And that was the first time in any of these movies. And, and it's almost like he's talking to us as the people who've been watching 
16 of these movies right. beforehand about what this guy does, that he kills people, but he's not a psychopath and he actually feels bad about killing people. And, uh, he's obviously, you know, he's got some issues with women. I thought it was a, a, a terrific acknowledgement of it. It was a way of saying, we understand what you, the audience like about these movies right. and like about this character. Right. Very, uh, self-aware movie. You know, they say Sean Bean was considered for the role of James Bond. Oh, no kidding. I could see it. He would have been, I think he would have very much along the lines of Daniel Craig. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to say that. Not yeah. just in terms of hair color and demeanor, you know, that, or, or not just in terms of like hair color and appearance, but like demeanor, I think. Yeah. Well, he was a 006. Yeah. Did we ever figure out how many 00s there are? Are there nine? Yeah, I don't know. Jonas thinks they go from 001 to 0010, and I don't really think his math is good enough yet. Like, is there a 00, <laughs> a triple O? No, you can't have that. It's got to be a one. Yeah, I think it's nine. And I think that in Thunderball, when Bond, when Connery's the last one to the meeting, I think you see nine. nine. You don't get to see the other guy's faces. Remember that great scene? Yeah. Yep. But I think it's nine. I think it goes from one to nine. So what's the next movie? What do people need to watch? Oh, you know, I don't even know. What is next? All right, here we go. And uh, Tomorrow Never Dies is the next one. It uh, also is not available on iTunes. The well, No yeah, way. Yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies is not available on iTunes. No so buyback. you got to make your contingency plans, yeah, folks. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to go to buybacks here in, in yeah. Austin. So don't, nobody else go to buybacks in Austin. Nobody else. Not the one uh, up on North by Jollyville and 183. Do not go there. That's my source. Do I think next week's show is going to be on Friday. Is that is that true? That is true. So you have a few extra days with right. which to procure your copy of tomorrow never dies right. now but we're building up steam you don't want to miss out you really don't i mean we're all we're on we're coming up on the 19th episode uh, the 19th uh episode and the 19th movie of this series so just go through the final ones tomorrow never dies the world is not enough die another day casino royale and quantum of solace now we're very much into the time period now where i remember seeing these in the movie theaters that's that's how you know we're in the mid '90s now. I've seen these. I saw them in the theater. However, I have not seen Quantum of Solace. Save it. Don't ruin it. No, I'm not going to ruin it. Save it. That'll be great. Then you'll see the most recent one right as, uh, as yeah. we finish the thing. So tomorrow never dies is the last one that's unavailable. From here on out, iTunes has them all. all right. So we're going to put some links into the show notes. And uh, they'll take you right to the iTunes. You know, if anybody out there listens and works at Apple for iTunes, send me an email. I will keep a company. If you can explain why there are like two or three of these movies that, that iTunes doesn't have, what, what possible licensing web there is, I, I would love to know how it can possibly be that, that out of you know, 22 movies, 19 of them are on iTunes and three at seemingly random points in the – uh, chronology are missing. Yeah, I, I would love to know that answer. Yeah. And and by the way, uh, one of the lovely uh, ladies in the chat room has sent us a link, uh, which I will get into the show notes, that, that, that actually answers the question about the double O's. It starts with double O one, and there's a one, two, three, four, five, all the way up. There is a double O ten, a double O eleven, and a double O twelve. And those are, those come from the novels. And huh. in, in the movies... There is actually a 0013, and there are also three unknown 00s who are mentioned 
uh, or shown. I look forward to reading that link. Have a good week, John. All right. We got to do Bond now. Got to do Bond. All right. Here's so the here's the deal. I'll explain this. We got a lot of feedback from people who were, I'll use the word disturbed, that apparently we didn't give, we didn't spend enough time talking about uh, Goldeneye. We, we didn't. We it. didn't. We did not spend enough time. I mean, am so I saying we're going to redo? We're going to redo it. We're going to do right. it like we never even did it last week. Right. And so we're going to go for tomorrow is not enough at the end of the week. Right. So if you're, we're again, we're just to re- reiterate this. We're doing two shows this week. One today, Monday. One again, Friday. And Friday, that's when we'll do this week's bond. We're actually now. doing last week's bond now. Now, if you're or two weeks ago, right. Anybody who's playing along should have watched Tomorrow Never Dies by Now because right. you probably were expecting us to record this show last week. And even if you hadn't gotten to that, you you know surely thought you were, we were going to talk about it right now. But we have uh, to talk about Golan because really there were a lot of – it was just a great movie. It was Pierce Brosnan's If you Brosnan's haven't seen Tomorrow movie. Never Dies though, just note, note, note that it's not on iTunes. You've got to get it some other way. So right. you might need – you know, don't Still put it got off. Time. Don't put it off till Thursday night. We're going to record this show Friday this week. Don't put it off till Thursday night. Right. Right. All right. Goldeneye. 1995, 17th uh, James Bond series movie. In First series. one with Pierce Brosnan. First movie with Pierce Brosnan. Let me say this. Here's, here's one of the, and, and people are right. We're, we'll stop saying how bad we did it last week. But here's a, here's a comment that I forgot to mention last week. Very common, very common among fans of the Bond movies to argue that the first Bond movie that any of the actors who've played James oh, Bond right, have done right, has right. been their best. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's true for Pierce Brosnan. Definitely I, true for Pierce Brosnan. I would say true for uh, for uh, Timothy, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. I don't think there's any argument that it's true for Timothy Dalton. That the With first Connery? Mm. Well, let's just skip that. Let's And let's talk about And then the new guy, Daniel Craig, also absolutely true. Casino Royale was a better movie than Quantum of Solace. You know, I still haven't seen the Quantum. You know what? The, I'm just telling you, I don't think that there's... I've never met somebody who's argued who would argue with that. Okay, right. So there's three in a row. Let's go backwards in time. Start with Daniel Craig. True, first one was better. Um, Pierce Brosnan, Goldeneye. I do, I do think there's wide consensus. I don't know that you can say it's a certainty, but it's pretty close. Goldeneye might be his best. I agree. Uh, I agree. Roger Moore. Now, oh no, Timothy Dalton. Definitely true. Now Roger Moore. Oh, and and then there's the one guy who only made one, but we don't like to talk about him. Right, so he and he had, you can't. Well, really, by default, if he only made one, it was his best. Right, it's his best and his worst. Yeah, but it wouldn't. He, he, you know, if 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 you assume it's true that it, that the best movie each actor has made is the first, he would, you know, his only making one wouldn't wouldn't ruin that. Right. Now, I think when you get to Roger Moore and Sean Connery, that's where it gets. It's hard to say. You, uh, what Live and Let Die is a good Roger Moore Bond movie. Mm. I don't think it's the best though. I think it's I like I like the Spy Who Loved Me. I, I think the Spy Who Loved Me is a better movie, but it's close though. It's close. It it, it's it's enough. There would be enough people who would say Live and Let Die is is a better movie that it you could still hold that that statement right. as being true. Right, and and then and then you get to Connery, and I just can't see it. I can't see. I I no. do it. It Doctor No is a great movie. It deserves. 
You're tons going, of you're credit. still sticking with from uh, Russia with love, right? Yeah, but I also think that you got. I mean, I think there's I think there's a, a bunch of his that are better than Doctor Now. Yeah, I and agree. I know you can give it credit for being the first one. So maybe you know, for some people, maybe it is their favorite. I yeah. don't know. It's an interesting theory, though. Oh, well, it definitely holds. It definitely holds true. I think for for Pierce Brosnan and, and Goldeneye, even if you don't say it's his best, it, it's it's a very very good movie in for right. this time period, especially too. Yeah. So uh, six years between Goldeneye and the previous James Bond movie, which had Timothy Dalton in his second film, right? Uh, M is recast. Judy Dench shows up. No, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Judy Dench. Yeah, you said M. I heard Q. The Q is There's still new, himself. Q is the new same. New Money Penny, right? New Money Penny, whose name her name is actually last name is Bond, right? Right. Right. Just it's funny. Just like you show up to you show up to cast for this. You're thinking, well, my last name is Bond. How could he not pick me? Right. That had to play into it. Although she was good. Yeah. Way higher production values. Way, 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 way right. higher. This looks like you know, a modern movie. This it looks like a modern I, I was the one thing I commented on was some of the effects where they were doing things with the airplane crashing into the tower looked like something you and I would do, like in your garage. You know, right. with, with some, you know, and, and you know what models. sticks out about that too? It doesn't, yeah, the, the blue screening isn't great on it. It's not up to modern standards, but, uh, you know what, you know, what sticks out about that is that I don't think that there were ever any shots like that in a previous Bond movie. Like they don't, they, all their stunts, the Bond movies were famous for the practical stunts, ah. you know, that if a guy jumped off a cliff, they really had a guy jumping off a cliff. Right. Um, that's a good point. How often, and you know, it's, it's not really practical to have a, an F-18 or whatever, sorry, John, Syracuse, uh, whatever plane it was, crash into, you know, an antenna right. dish. You're not you're not going to do that. So this right. was but maybe these, new territory for them. Right. It's saying. the first time that they attempted, they'd use special effects for stunts that even by the standards of a big budget Bond movie, they couldn't do. I mean, it's not that hard to Practic- get Timothy Dalton driving around a plane, an airplane on the ground for 20 minutes like in the right. the last one. Right. Um, and they really establish it right from the beginning with the aerial shots yeah. over that dam in uh, in uh, in Russia. Good opening. You like the opening? I thought it was a very good opening. I thought overall, I mean, really, I don't have many negative things to say about the overall movie. I thought, yeah. you know, it was it was a very well made movie. I thought the acting for most of the people it was was good. Uh, you know, Some it was it was humor. solid movie. Yeah. What about the guy he shoots on the toilet? <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's pretty good. I, I think, you know, I think it's a delicate situation to handle. Hey, well, he's uh, hanging upside down, smiling right? at him. It's like Spider-Man. I, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but it kind of helps establish that he's, you know, it, it, in some ways, the whole movie is sort of a... Like, why a, would you want to do that? Why would that be the way? Why do you have to hang all the way down into the stall with him? Can't you just tap him on the head? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tap yeah. him straight down. I don't want to spend that intimate time with him. Leave him. You know what? It's 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 to get the joke. It's a cue to the audience that Bond is going to be a little funny again. Yeah, okay. Right? That it's not Timothy Dalton. It's sort of an apology for the Dalton movies. Oh, that they're okay. humorlessness. Yeah, they, they uh, were pretty stark films that way. Right. Uh, like Timothy Dalton would never have done that. Roger Moore, I don't think, would have done it because I think if he, he hung upside up. down, all the blood would have rushed to his head and he would have had an aneurysm. It caused him a, it caused him a stroke. Couldn't you see Sean Connery doing that? I could totally see Sean Connery as Bond 
A young, a young Sean Connery. I could, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, not old because then his hairpiece would have fallen off. <laughs> but like a young Sean Connery from this, you know, like like the the Doctor No Golden Eye era, totally would have done that. Totally would have done it. You know, you're gonna just kill that guy in the toilet. You're gonna make a shit out of him first. <laughs> Let me tell you what else. I thought the best Side, moment yeah. in the movie yeah. is early on. It's in the beginning. And and the 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 operation with two double O agents. You've got double O seven. And what was the, the number of the other guy? He Alex was double O. Um, wasn't he O six? He might have been O six. I, I forget his number. But it's two double O agents. So you know it's a big operation with yeah. two guys. And Bond usually works alone. Everybody knows that. But this is a big. I mean, they're going in for a Russian uh, weapons lab. I mean, this is this is a big deal. Uh, his partner has been caught. And he sees him get assassinated, right? Right, or so he thinks. He's, he's dead. Uh, well, he thinks he's dead, right? They he's don't not show it. It's up. not shown on camera, but... Yeah. Right, he's not giving up. He's surrounded by an entire squadron of Russian troops <laughs> armed with AK-47s. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck. He's been identified. He's in a Russian weapons lab. I mean, this is a bad situation. This is, yeah. Can't really o- think of something worse than this. Right. And it's this great, great moment where he's behind a cart of like nerve gas or something, but it's a big cart. It's taller than him. And he's wheeling it across the room to slow, get an angle to the door. Slow. And it's got a squeaky wheel. Yeah, it's the best. And there's no music. It, it, that's, that's cinema. That is movie making. And it's a little funny. It's a little funny because the thing has a squeaky wheel and the guys don't know what to do, but they can't shoot because they, can't they don't want to, you know, get the, you know, you can't shoot nerve gas, right? It's a great moment. That is that's cinema, right? It's a great, great moment, and and uh, I, I think it's one of the best moments in in all the Bond movies. Love it, where it's just just Bond slowly wheeling a squeaky cart across the room before all hell breaks. Nobody else, and now they just got to sit there and stare. Right. It's great. It just makes you watching the movie nervous as hell. <laughs> it's like you're right there. Right. Great. It's like almost Hitchcockian. So then we get to meet uh, Xenia on the top. Now, in the last episode, at first you said she was not that great. And by the end of the episode, even though we only had talked about it for about 10 minutes, by the end, I, I had convinced you that not only was she good, she was maybe the best. Right. And I'll, I'll say that she, in, just in retrospect, up to date, I think she's my favorite Bond girl. I, I don't think I was – I said that strongly enough. I, I, I said I think she was in my top maybe two or three. She's probably number one right now. Wait. I wasn't clear though. You're saying she's best Bond girl, period. One of I them. Thought you meant, I thought you meant best Bond girl who's a, a villain. You're yeah, and the, the bad ones. Not all – not across the board for okay. – no, uh, bad ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think she might be the best bad Bond yeah, to date, because you yeah. compare you compare to to uh, uh, I'm forgetting uh, the the one in the last one, the one blowing everything up. What was or Roger Moore blowing everything up? Right. They're always blowing stuff up. She was different, and right. she, there was more wrong with her mentally too that made her kind of crazier. Yeah, I mean Grace Jones, you know, she was kind of crazy, but Zena's way more interesting. She's yeah. got problems. Good theme song for Goldeneye from Tina Turner. Yeah, Tina Turner definitely has the right, you know, sort of glams type sound and range to do this. It's yeah. Great, really great. Now, this was ninety five. 
And and I'm trying to remember what year did uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome come out? Oh, that was back in the eighties. Eighties, like eighty yeah. eight, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was high school for us. So yeah. uh, she was—I mean, she was a big deal at this point. This was uh, uh, definitely a high point in her career. Yeah, she, I think she was. She's always a big. She's deal. always been Tina a big Turner's deal, but I mean, she's a big deal right now. I don't even know what she's up to, but she's Tina Turner is 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 huge. But I think she, it's also a just point. a good song. Good I don't song. Know. There's a there and, and there is a. Just like there's a very high correlation between actors' first movies in the role being good, there's a there is a high correlation between the movies with good theme songs, yeah, and good and the good Bond movies. Like if you're working on a Bond movie, if you're you know the editor or you know maybe you're the director, I don't know, or you're in it and and you see like the rough cut and you're you're too close to it, you're too familiar with it, you've right. seen all the footage, you've seen every shot. 40 times, you know, you, you're too close to know whether this is any good or not. And it's, you're on the deadline to get this thing finished. You don't know. I'll tell you what, if you listen to the theme song and it's rotten, you, you, you guess what? You're in a bad Bond movie. <laughs> the odds are. Yeah. Gotta have a good theme song. So the whole reason that she's, she's seducing this, uh, this, this captain, who's a Canadian Navy admiral, I guess, not a captain after all, looking at my notes. Uh, is is to let um. Uh, how do we say this guy's name? Urimov. Yeah, Urimov. He yeah. wants to steal the guy's identity. So they she doesn't she doesn't throw a scorpion at him, which is we know is instant death. She doesn't let a snake bite him, also instant death. Uh, she doesn't poison him, right. which is also instant death. You know, just put something in the drink. Right. She the way that she's going to kill him. Is first by seducing him, which, to be honest, let's be honest, is pretty easy for her. Right. And uh, it's to seduce him, and then during intercourse, essentially, or almost, I guess, uh, to compress his diaphragm with her legs. Yeah, thigh master him. <laughs> That's right. Thigh master him, which actually gets her off. Right. Yeah, she's into it. She's a dirty girl. Yeah, she's. This is what I mean. She's got problems, but she's not. You know, this is this is part of her thing. Wait, that's why she killed the guy on the yacht. Yeah, I didn't get that. Why did they need his ID? What was they needed what? his ID because his was the, uh, uh, his was the because the general wanted to get his identity because that's his, that's his ship, which is where they're landing the, the helicopter. So he's. The the general has to be, I guess, there to get the identity so that he can be on the ship so that he can get the helicopter. Oh. I guess. I they, no, I thought they needed. I don't. I because I, it, I, no, it's her and him so. who are on the helicopter. You know. Yeah, but it around. wasn't a. It wasn't a Russian. Wasn't he a Russian? Yeah. Or he was not. Yeah, he's Russian. I thought maybe they used his ID to break into the 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 satellite lab in Siberia later. Well, maybe they needed. Maybe, you know, that's what they needed it for. I guess. Yeah, they didn't I don't need, think there was. It, but he was on the, the ship too. Yeah. Wasn't his yeah. ship? No, it was, it was a different yacht. That was a different yacht. That was the yacht she started oh, on, like right. next to the yacht, next ah, to the ship right. where they did the demo. Because so the demo just, was a, it was like a British helicopter, but or yeah, American. Yeah, helicopter. that's right. So that's why they needed. But wait a minute, he wasn't Russian. The, the, yeah, I don't know. The fact that was Russian. I, I don't. I, it wasn't clear to me why they why they killed that guy. I thought it they, seemed like it seemed like she killed him just to establish the fact that she's got superpower thighs. <laughs> okay, and that she's a dirty girl. It seemed like that was really the reason she killed. <laughs> so, well, you know what else too? Too, it, I don't remember. I don't think we got to that point yet. See, I think the thing you had to mention 
is it then we're six years after the opening and Bond is on a little uh, evaluation with uh, somebody from the Secret Service is right. giving him yeah, a yeah. psychological evaluation and mm-hmm. he's driving a classic Aston yeah, Martin. That's great. That's his car. Right. Then, that's what you said last week. That's his, like, that's day, his recreational car. Right. That's like his personal car. Uh, and then later that day, he's in the south of France and he's on this holiday to have this psychological evaluation. He gets puts on a, puts on a dinner jacket. He's got his tuxedo on. And he goes into a casino to play some Baccarat and have a martini and meet on a top. The whole thing, the Aston Martin, the casino, the Baccarat, the tuxedo, ordering a martini. Boom. We're only you know 15 minutes into the movie. We've got a whole opening adventure out of the way. And then the next thing they do is just sort of do the most James Bondian things you could possibly do to get established uh, Pierce Brosnan in a role. Right. Right. I mean, what more? I mean, uh, car chase driving a uh, classic Aston Martin. Right. Battleship Gray. A tuxedo, a hot woman, a martini, some Baccarat. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, what more could he do? It's a high point. Nobody more he could do. Other than, than do a, a, a Sean Connery impression. <laughs> Pushy glow. <laughs> right. I just think it, it it's worth pointing out that that is you know, and I think it was a smart way to do it. Yeah. That they just they great. just you know, it was great. He's back. You feel like he's back, and this is the bond. This is the bond that maybe if you it's been six years, right? This is the trust us. The bond is the bond you love is back. Right. Six years exactly. later, that is exactly is what they're doing. He even say, and he says he somebody asks his name, Bond, James Bond. Right. Right. Everything he does the line, he orders Martin. I just couldn't be. I, I just uh, and it's all great. He's so great in the role. Then all of a sudden they're detonating EMPs over Russia, right. over the thing. Why are they doing this? The guy comes in, he gets the card, he gets the, the golden eye, turns out as a satellite. There's actually a couple of them up there. They shoot it at, at its own control station, basically. Right. Or one of them. And they get out of there, this helicopter. So they, that's why they needed the helicopter, it turns out, is because a helicopter can fly below the radar and do all this other stuff. That was the whole reason that they needed that. Right. And uh, Xena apparently really, really enjoys killing people. You find out now. It's, 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 this is a big deal for her. And she just walks around killing people and hurting them. And that's, that's her thing. And then the, the other guy, Ormov, his whole thing is to kind of, this is kind of a rule the world sort of a plot again. Kind of. It's as close as we've gotten to a guy who wants to rule the world in a while. Right, right. Well, but he, yeah, I guess he's working with, uh, he's working with, we end up later. The I'm Janus. Sure. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but I like the moment too when, when they're shooting up everybody in the satellite control room. They come in and they say it's an inspection and then he has, you know, or he has on the top shoot everybody. Yeah. There's a moment where she's really just loving it. I yeah. mean, she's like a real psychopath. And he, he has like a look on his face like, I knew you were, I knew you were screwed up, but I right. mean, this even bothers me. Yeah. Right, it's pretty good. Now the guy was it Boris, the guy with yeah. the, the dork, the computer hacker. Yeah, he's Boris. he was was he in on the whole thing then? I don't know if he knew everything that they were going to do, but yeah, he was an inside man. He was an inside man. He might not have realized they were going to kill everybody, right? But, but he, he was, was all, yeah, he was in on it though because he also, in addition to being the guy, their inside man to get them in, and and you know, do what they wanted to do with the first golden eye. 
he was also the guy who they had for when they took control of the second one at the end who they knew could, you know, do whatever they wanted to, you know, position the satellite and, right. and, and all that. Yeah, he was, he was in on it. Because later on, when he's got out his whole new little computer lab thing set up, he's going to give up uh, Natalia. Right. What did you think of Natalia as the good, the good Bond girl in this movie? Yeah, a little bland. Well, I think you said last week that her role, or last time, that her role maybe they didn't give her very much to do. It wasn't so right. much her acting as much as the role wasn't really a fully, she wasn't a, a complete person. Right. She was just sort of like moving her around from scene to scene. Right. It's yeah. tough when there's two two women in a Bond movie. They do that a lot, though. Yeah, but they do, you know. But it's it's tough though because it's you know you run out of things to. It's hard, to, you know. It's a lot of lot of uh, you know. Given all the time that goes to stunt sequences and stuff like that, it's it's hard to establish an interesting second woman character. I so think. then, finally, Bond meets Xenia in the spa. Right. She sort of you know. Be, they kind of beat each other up. She bites him and tries to to thigh master him, right. but he escapes it. Right, knocks her unconscious. Right, and then what what, what happens next in this thing? This is when does he find out that uh, the double six is still alive? At this point, yeah, he meets him in that like junkyard, right? And he's got the scars all over the side of his face, which. What was the, that a result of? Did we figure? Did we hear what that was? So Sean Bean, Sean Bean is Alex Trevelyan. He yeah. was considered for the role of James Bond. Yeah, he would have been. I think he would have been an okay Bond. I think Brosnan was better, but he was okay. I think Sean Bean. Not when you think about it, he is amazingly similar to Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned it last week, and in, in I think you said something like in in a f- appearance as well as in mannerisms. Right. I yeah. guess he's older. Um, yeah, but it really seems like any any role where you'd think you could take the one, you might you might call the other guy, right? So we don't need to hash out this whole plot, but long story short, I mean, this is get, gets to be a pretty exciting movie. That you get a great tank chase, right? Where there's a tank running through the the streets of, uh, and that was a practical uh, stunt. There was a right. real tank. They shot it in Russia. Yeah. It was a cool. You never see a tank driving around on a city street like that, and and right. it could it sort of fishtailed in a very cool, realistic way. Right. You know what? Well, uh, I wonder. You know, you realize okay, Bond is a pilot, but how easy would it be? I mean, I played Battlezone, and it's hard to line the 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 thing up. Right. But he does a pretty good job riding through the streets, for never having maybe done it that much. Right. Just assume, like, this is where, do you just assume, like, I would have enjoyed it. He was a little confident about being in the tank. I would have loved yeah. to have seen a scene where he's maybe not a 100% sure what he's doing, and he kind of, you know, like, I, you, get the, you get the idea that Bond's really accomplished at piloting vehicles, but it would have been kind of funny to have him just, like, maybe take out a couple trucks or smash through the side of a building by mistake right. as he's sort of figuring it out and then gets the hang of it and then overcomes the, the guys he's going. I did not like... Because there's certain things that, that are fun, but, like, you think that they're not really realistic. Like, I don't feel like a tank could just, maybe I'm wrong, but could just fly through a building the way that that one did. Like I, I don't know, but I like that. It's a good scene. See, I like I that. I would have liked because, it if he had shot through it to get through it or something. Yeah, that I like been that good. scene, though, because the car goes down a little alleyway that was actually even too narrow for the car. The, car. Like, the car's getting all scraped up. Uh, and you think, well, now what's he going to do? The car went down an alley that the tank won't fit. 
how, how's he going to catch up to them? And he just goes right through and just smashes it. I, I think it bothered it bothered you, I think, more than me. But it, it bothered bother you. Me. Didn't it bother you that, it, that he, he drove the tank mostly sticking up out of the tank? Yes, with his head poking out. That was silly. Right. I mean, I know so, they do that. I know they but, do that. But you know why? You know they had a discussion and they talked about it. And what they wanted was we've got Pierce Brosnan here, right? We want <laughs> – we're going to shoot this practically. There was a real tank going through the streets. We want to see Pierce Brosnan. In and the you tank. can't see him doing it. If he's in – you know, and then every once in a while I guess he ducked down into the tank and then there are shots of him. But if they do – you know, you know that that's not – you know what I mean? They wanted to show that it was really Pierce Brosnan yeah. in a tank. And yeah. so to do that, they had to have him sticking out. That's, yeah. I'm sure that's the discussion that they had. And that is, you know, as unrealistic as that is, you know, if you were getting shot, why not go into the tank if somebody's shooting at you? Yeah. I mean, James Bond tends to have pretty good luck with bullets missing him, but <laughs> why take a chance? Right. And then the whole ending, you know, the whole ending is, is sort of, uh, uh, t- 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 what's the word? Uh, it epitomizes Bond. You know, it's it's just pure Bond. You know, yeah. a plot to take over the world. There's a, a, a base. There's a base to invade. Uh uh, Big explosion, people getting and, crushed. And a bad guy who doesn't kill Bond, yeah, you know, just sort of drags him along and wants to rub it in his face, and rather than kill him, would rather just have him sit there and and uh, watch me do this. And you know, right? Criti- critical importance of a uh, a Q gadget that was just exactly what you needed for the situation. Yeah, yeah to trigger yeah. the explosion. And a little, but a little, almost like it, it. It's it's like a Bond movie for Bond fans. And Alex yeah. Trevelyan, the bad guy, is like our, even though he's the bad guy, he is our substitute. He is us, and he meta, you know, his knowledge of Bond <laughs> and of the, of the, right, of the service and of the movies. It's almost like he's talking about the movies. Yeah. And he knows the watch, and the watch is the trigger. He goes, it's uh, oh, an upgraded model over his his right. Omega thing but do i still click this button to disable the detonators that you've surely uh spread out here yep and uh and then his line about um where bond is is trying to use a little psychology on him about his plot and what motivates him to do these terrible things and uh and he goes right back at bond and says you know i might as well ask you do those do all those vodka martinis assuage your guilt over uh the men you killed Mm. Did the women you chase make you feel better about all the other women who you've gotten killed over the years? Uh, you know, he's 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 seen the he, movies. He's seen the movies. He knows Bond. He knows Bond as well as we do. Right. It's a good point. It was a great and, flick. What about the fact that he didn't die after the fall? Yeah, he, he doesn't die. Like, he's sort of paralyzed down there and then gets it was crushed almost later. gratuitous. And then he has like a 10 ton thing and spear him. Yeah. Because they sort of want, it's like they wanted to. It was almost like the filmmakers were saying, don't talk bad about our, our guy. You know, you're not just going to die. We're going to do something horrific to you first. You'll be conscious for a while. Then you'll die and you'll die in this um, amazingly strange, crushing, giant, you know, yeah. catastrophic way. You know what was a good, uh, a good scene? The good scene was the one in the Russian country western bar. Where Bond knows a guy, and it, years ago actually shot him in the knee, and now yeah. the guy's got a permanent limp, yeah. and he needs a favor from him. Yeah, you're asking me for a favor? Come on. And that was very, but it was also very 1995. Like I know, it, you know, you have to realize that 1995, the whole Cold War being over thing was still new. 
you know right it was and and that was the Russians sort of went you know at least in the, our minds they went overboard by quickly adopting all these western things that they had previously been right. been blocked from right. and so and they did it you know it all came off cheesy and now the guy's got a girlfriend who can't sing doing you uh, know who that was mini driver holy crap it was mini yeah, driver that was mini driver holy crap i didn't know that and i haven't seen the movie it was like 10 days ago 11 days ago i saw the movie but it, the scene stuck in my mind and i'm like i you're right holy crap yeah that's her mini driver Whatever happened to her? She still make movies? I don't know. She was I good. Like she was at Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Listen, I got to. I got to go to this thing. I got to go. We got to be done. All right. I, I hate good. to do it, but so so yeah, this is great. Right. Next See week, Friday. next yeah, Friday, not next Friday. week. Friday, but it gonna, is next week because right now we're in last week. We're still true. in last week. This week doesn't start until we end this show. Okay. So then let's end it. All right. Have a good Tomorrow week. Tomorrow never dies.